Good morning, good morning, good morning. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, and you are breathing. Today is Wednesday, May the 18th, 2022. My name is Stephen Carnegie, and welcome to This Is Just a Thought. Today's word of the day, tenacious, which means not easily pulled apart, cohesive tenacious. Hope everyone's enjoying their Wednesday or will enjoy their Wednesday. Hump day, hump day, hump day, midweek swing. End of the work week is almost here for some. (laughs) For some, for some. Man, the weather here in North Carolina is beautiful. No rain in sight. The skies are, of course, that, that, that traditional Carolina blue. And the heat, the heat is a coming. So much so, uh, Friday is supposed to be 96, 94 Saturday, and then there's a little cool down, then the temperatures continue on. Well, the summer is here. It's coming. Just is. It just is. That, uh, the infamous Carolina heat is here. Just is. Man, but I love it. I love it. I, hey, I love it. It's beautiful. Beautiful. Wow. Uh, that first rounds of the uh, conference finals in the East took place last night. Miami Heat versus the Boston Celtics. The Heat won 118-107. to 107. And the star or top performer of the game, Jimmy Butler, 41 points. Mm. But uh, for me, it wasn't the 41 points. It's, it was his defense. He was on Tatum like nobody's business. He stuck on him, blocked him, shutting shots down, steals, turnovers. Man, Um uh, I got to say, maybe it's a naivete on my part. Maybe it is. I didn't know Miami had it like that. They they, they got a pretty good squad. And then, of course, the night, you know, is the uh, West Finals. The Western Finals are the Dallas Mavericks and the Golden State Warriors. That's going down tonight. Luka and Steph Curry. Hmm. We'll see how this thing turns out. I'm not going to offer any predictions because thus far, all the predictions that I have offered – have flopped. <laughs> they have. They just have. Uh, not a good, not too good at predicting these games. It appears, and uh, it, it shows now. But yeah, Jimmy Butler, man, he showed out. He just did. So we'll see if he can keep that same momentum going. I believe they're going to play again Thursday tomorrow night. So we'll see. We will see. Uh, here's an update to a story that I bought you last week. Doing Wacky Wednesday. <laughs> Uh, we all are aware and know of the uh, escape convict and that jailer from Alabama that had been on the run for about a week, a week or week maybe. And uh, of course, you know they caught up with, uh, they found her vehicle in uh, Tennessee. And then a day or so later, they got a call, a nine one one call. Officials in Indiana, I should say, they were spotted in Indiana. Apparently, they had stole a truck and they were at a car car wash. And someone called and police appeared on the scene and uh, a pursuit ensued. So they took off. Now, uh, the escape B has been arrested. But uh, sadly, sadly, um, the jailer, she committed suicide, shot herself in the head. Mm, not, uh, Not too sure. Well, family members and, and, of course, officials back in Alabama that, you know, work with her 
colleagues and all, they're all saying the same thing. They just can't believe that, that she did that. They're trying to figure out what happened, what led her to go down that path. Well, they have discovered that she did have a two-year relationship with this guy. Um, no one ever says uh, love is, is, is a bed of roses. Quite often, a lot of times, it has some thorns in there also. And this may have been one of those thorns or a few of those thorns. Yeah, she turned the gun on herself during the pursuit or right when they were getting ready to get uh, arrested or caught. The police were closing in around the vehicle. They had crashed. They had crashed um, <clears throat> during the pursuit and she ended up shooting herself in the head. Man, uh, I have no words for that. I know last week I made uh, a few little jokes, a little slide comments, but uh, I got no words for that right there. That's uh, that that just leaves me shaking my head and, and asking why and what in the world was going on. Of course, you know, he uh, the, the escapee hasn't given any interviews or he's not talking. He's locked up uh, rightfully. So uh, no bond. Uh, he already was in there for a, a murder charge or a murder for hire charge. He, he was there for also. So now you have uh, escaping. So you, that's some more years on there on you. Now, that, that murder charge, he had, I don't believe he had been to trial for that. But, um, man, I, he might as well just take the L, homie. <laughs> you ain't getting out no time soon, if ever. If ever. The old saying, uh, you'll never see the light of day comes to mind. That That's just what that, what that is. It just is. It just is, man. Um, I, I don't know what to say about that. I don't. I don't. All right. Okay. And a, a bit of more wacky news. This time we're going to bring it to North Carolina. Man, apparently <laughs> there's a gentleman here in North Carolina in Leland, North Carolina, which is in Brunswick County. He has been convicted. He was convicted uh, yesterday and he's now a felon. He was convicted for impersonating a police officer. Hmm. Now, he maintains his innocence, and he says he doesn't understand why he was charged with this since he is, as he says, he was volunteering for the Navassa County Police Department. That's a neighboring town here in North Carolina, neighboring to uh, Leland. And he says he was uh, volunteering because the police department is, is short-staffed. And he, he was issued a badge and a police vehicle. And he was operating under the authority of the town's police chief. Okay, so I guess, well, uh, <laughs> so you uh, were issued a badge in a vehicle, and apparently that was your um, go ahead to just ride around and, and go on calls, I guess. I mean, hey, now he entered uh, what is called an Al Alfred plea which it means that he, he didn't admit to the crime, but he realizes the evidence against him is too great. So with this alpha plea, it's, it's not a, a actual admission by, by the, the person that's admit, uh, issue, admit, admitting to, he's not admitting to the crime, but under the law, they still see him as guilty. So I guess that's, I don't know what you would call that mess. Now, um <laughs> So, so what happened is the backstory is apparently last summer he showed up to an emergency call 
in Leland wearing a badge. I guess that was the badge they gave him. A gun and a bulletproof vest. I wonder if he was in the squad car. <laughs> of course he was. He was riding around on calls. So he showed up on the scene in Leland and from he, he drove from the neighboring uh county uh, uh town of Navassa showed up in Leland on an emergency call and apparently uh some of the other officers that are sworn and certified became suspicious because they started asking him questions he couldn't answer right so they arrested him on the scene oh wow now he goes on to say that he has basic law enforcement training but He's not certified. I guess he's not certified by the state. He has the training. Is that the, the I guess he's a, he's a volunteer, but still, wouldn't you need some type of certification saying you're an officer, even though you're a volunteer? Now, he also went on as far as to provide documents detailing his military experience. Okay, uh, I don't think that has any bearing here. And I really don't think, I'm, I'm quite sure that's not how it works that you can just, whether you're a volunteer or not, uh, that you could just show up on these calls if you're not. I mean, even volunteers, they have to have someone that is certified with them. So why you would be riding around <laughs> with your badge, your gun, and your bulletproof vest and the provided squad car going on calls solo, I know that's not how it works. <laughs> I know that's not how it works. I'm not sure, but man, I feel safe in saying, I know that's not how that works. Uh, if, if that's the case, hell, I could go buy me some uh, police uniform gear and ride around too. <laughs> See how far that, I'll get with that. Yeah, okay. So um, there you go. He, he's now a felon. I guess they took his uh, sworn volunteer duties away from him too. <laughs> oh, buddy. Oh, buddy. Yeah, that's that's some wacky news right there. Mm, 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 mm. Things people do. Things people do. All right. Let's go get it. Now, this is an update to the story I bought you guys yesterday. Of course, you know, we had the mass shooting in Buffalo, but uh, there also was a, boot, uh, a shooting in uh, California on Sunday at a church. Remember I told you guys about that shooting at that church in California. Now, the, like I said, the shooting that happened in California on uh, Sunday, it has left many of us shaking our heads. I know I was shaking my head. I'm like, what in the world is going on around here? Now, the what they're saying now that the shooting, is, they are believe, they believe wholeheartedly that it is politically motivated. It killed one and left five injured. And the victims range in age from 68 to 92. Now, the gunman who has been arrested and charged uh, he he went to court yesterday. He has a court-appointed attorney. Uh, they're seeking, the DA is seeking to uh, convict him of what they term circumstances murder. Now, if he's convicted, he could quite possibly get life without parole or the death penalty. He's also being charged with five counts of attempted murder, four counts of possession of an explosive device also. Now, the gunman who, like I said, who has been arrested and charged, he believed, apparently, that Taiwan, because this was at a Taiwanese Presbyterian church, he believes that Taiwan shouldn't gain independence from China, as detailed in notes he left in his car. These, these fools are always leaving. 
something explaining their reasoning for doing, for committing murder. You a murderer? You, you sir, are a murderer also. Murderers. Now, and what is odd, because I, I, I said to myself, well, why they're saying that he, he's, it, it was politically motivated, of course, based off the notes that he left. Also, he um, says that he doesn't want uh, Taiwan to gain independence from China. So you would think automatically, I thought automatically, hey, he's Chinese. No, he's not. He was born in Taiwan. So apparently, even though he was born in Taiwan, he says he doesn't want uh, the country, the government to break away from China. Hmm. Also, coincidentally, um, they're saying he's from, okay, I guess he was born in Taiwan or whatever, and now he, he's here in the U.S. They're saying he's from Las Vegas. So you drove a whole state to murder? What's wrong with people in this driving? You fools don't. Anywho, okay, let's move on. So he's from Vegas. Comes out and says, according to the notes, Taiwan shouldn't leave China. And so he goes to this church. They're having a celebration, a luncheon for a pastor that had just returned, a former pastor that had just returned from Taiwan. And, and they were celebrating him and his accomplishments. And the pastor of the church says he was standing off stage or, or, or further down the stage. And he saw the gentleman get up, go up on the stage and start shooting. He said at first he thought it was a joke uh, or something. I, I guess if you're in that instance, you're in a church and you you, you are going to be thrown off. Your initial uh, reaction quite possibly could be, hey, what the world? What kind of foolishness? So that appears to be what has happened. So the pastor says that he um, picked up a chair, threw it at him. But before he could throw it at him, uh, uh, apparently a 68-year-old doctor tried to rush him. He ended up getting killed. He was shot. So the pastor throws the chair, the guy shoots the, the 68-year-old doctor who was a parishioner there also. The shooter falls, the gun falls. The pastor's wife then picks up the gun, throws it in the refrigerator, and then wraps the guy up along with other parishioners and the pastor as they subdue him. They wrapped him up with uh, an electrical cord. Um, <laughs> probably got a few punches in. I know I would. <laughs> probably got a few punches in. Uh, I know I would. Wow. Here we go again. The million dollar question is, what goes on in these fools' minds for them to say that, hey, it's okay for me to kill, to get my point across or to prove that I am right? What is wrong with us and what is supposed to be a civilized society? Really, what's wrong with us? There's no civilization. There's no, I don't see anything civilized about these acts or any, any act for, uh, of murder or violence. So you feel that, that China should, uh, Taiwan shouldn't uh, leave China? Uh, they should stay with China? Yeah, get that goddamn understanding. That's your God-given right to feel that way. But <laughs> you can't, what, what goes through your mind to say, hey, I'm going to kill because I, they're, they're, they're in disagreeing, disagreement with me. They believe otherwise. What goes through your mind? And just like I've said before, and I would really and truly love to just just ask these fools after they've committed these acts of murder. Was it worth it? One. And two, did you get your point across? That's nope and nope. 
Because now you're sitting in a jail cell. And you quite possibly, if you're lucky, if you're lucky, you will be getting life without parole. If you're unlucky, you will get the death penalty if California, I, I don't think California has the death penalty. I don't, I really don't. I don't think they, they, you know, they're so liberal. I don't think they have the death penalty. But, uh, you know, that, of course, like with most states, there's much talk of bringing that back. Uh, man, I'm not a fan of the death penalty, but boy, I'm starting to lean that way. I got to tell you, because we have some jackasses out here in this world. These two incidents, is nothing, they're, they're, it screams just lunacy. It just does. Foolishness. And, 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 and side note, in Buffalo, what they're saying now about the 18-year-old white male who felt as though he was being targeted and quite possibly his entire race could be X'd out by minorities and women. What they're saying now is this guy planned this for months. Yeah, been planning it. And leaving a trail of social media posts and diary entries brainstorming. His plot to kill black people because they were trying to X his race out. Parents have come forward and they said that, hey, uh, due to COVID, he was in quarantine. He, he was on all these different sites. He never thought or felt that way. And he got on these different sites without him being on quarantine or lockdown. I'm sorry, lockdown because schools weren't open, yada, 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 rah, rah, rah. Oh, give it a rest. Give it a rest. There were a lot of us. The whole damn country was locked down and we didn't go ape shit like this food. So that's their reason and that's their excuse. COVID, something clicked in his mind. He had opportunity. He had too much time on his hand. I guess that's what they're saying. He had too much time on his hand. So he's going on all these social media sites, listening to these diff- different um, points of views. And, th- and this is the end result. Okay, <laughs> if, if that works for you, if that's going to be your defense, good luck. I would hope, or, or dare I say, uh, for your benefit and for your son's benefit, you better hope they don't have anyone on the jury with an, uh, a common sense mentality like me. Because before, uh, guilty, <laughs> guilty, guilty, guilty. There's no excuse. There's no reasoning. It's like, it's like this fool here in California saying that he didn't want uh, Taiwan to gain independence from China. Uh, hey, hey, there's no excuse for your thinking or rationale to the point that you go pick up a gun and kill people or try to kill people. There's no reason. Maybe I'm, I, I, hey, maybe I, I've missed something. I don't understand. But there's no way in the world you could tell me that that's the way to go when someone doesn't agree with you or you have a strong political or social view that you somehow, some way, something clicks in your mind and says, hey, I'm going to start killing people. And that's what these two fools have done. They kill people. They're murderers. They just are. Can't blame it on the media. Can't blame it on black people. Can't blame it on Taiwan. You are murderer. murderers. They just are. You're murderers. You killed innocent people. What were these people in opposition to? Uh, well, I guess they were t- from Taiwan. Hell, they wanted to. Maybe they wanted to break away. I mean, it's it's their right. If they feel as though that China is so repressive and oppressive that they want out, they want out. And the majority of the country feels that way. 
I think it's just a select few of those from uh, Taiwan that still want to stay under uh, Chinese control. Hmm. Guess it, it felt it felt like you were losing power somehow, some way. That you drove a whole state because you, you you were your residency is listed in Las Vegas. So you drove a whole state and picked out this Taiwanese Presbyterian church to go in there and start shooting and killing. Hmm. Okay. All right. That's enough of that foolishness for today. Let's move along. Um, the baby formula shortage, man. It, it, the baby formula shortage here in the United States has, have left many parents on edge. I mean, we've heard reports of parents driving around for hours looking for baby formula. We've even heard reports of, of parents and family members going to a neighboring states looking for baby formula. We even heard of people trying to make baby formula. And uh, now there's those that are, are saying, hey, if you could produce breast milk, offer it to someone. Now, this baby formula shortage started as a result of a recall back in February. I remember that recall oh so well because, like I said, I work in retail. And when I pulled all that formula off that they were calling for, that Similac, Alimentum, and Elacare, I said to myself, I said, damn, that's a lot of formula to shelf. shelf right? At that point, when I pulled it off, I was looking like, man, this things up there. I hope they help to get this right. Now, the, the recall came, became about because of uh, infants becoming ill and or dying from a bacterial infection after drinking the formula. Two, baby, two babies died, by the way. So it was a bacterial infection. Maybe perhaps it has something to do with uh, cleaning inside of that factory because Abbott, uh, they had to close the factory down. They had to close it down and they stopped producing. And, and what has happened now is, of course, like I said, we have this baby formula shortage. There's not enough being produced. So uh, some labs and companies in uh, the Netherlands and Switzerland, uh, Nestle from the Netherlands, to be more specific, is moving or flying over Gerber baby, form, baby food formula to the U.S. And it's ramped up its production to help out also. Now, along with the uh, Alphamina baby formula from Switzerland, they're assisted also to help the U.S. with the shortage. So the, the recall was issued back in February due to uh, bacterial infections that were found in kids, uh, babies, infants. Uh, two died, several fell uh, ill. And now we have a shortage. Yeah, I can remember. When I pulled that mess off that, when I pulled those cans off the shelf, I looked, I said, wow, that's a lot. Shelves are in. And now, man, we whatever store you go in, whether it's grocery or like a retail pharmacy or, or Walmart or Target, whatever store you go into, there is nothing on the shelf. The shelves are bare. So all of this started with that bacterial infection, quite possibly. I guess uh, pretty much you might as well say, hey, there was something with, has something to do with, uh, I think, I feel safe in saying the cleaning of these uh, in, inside this Abbott manufacturing plant. That, that At that time, Abbott was the largest producer of this baby, baby formula. So when they recalled all of that, and I guess they couldn't get, you know, ramp back up production, supply, supply chain shortages, I guess that came into play also. They couldn't get the material needed to make this formula, and that's why we're in a shortage. I, I also wonder, and I also question, 
when we start to get this things back things back to the way they're supposed to be because what they're saying is it we're about two or more months out before shelves will be full again uh, are you guys going to ramp up the prices uh, a continuation of what's going on now with the price hikes and inflations and everything that's going on is that what we're going to do try to recoup some loss a lot of people are hurting like I said, I, I watched the news the other night and there was a lady that drove to Virginia from North Carolina looking for baby formula. I uh, didn't say if she was successful or not. Uh, maybe she was. Maybe she did find a few cans. But it has parents uh, panicking. It just does. You know, they're, they're saying, hey, I, I, maybe I can make it in home there. Officials are, are advising against trying to make your own formula. Yeah, if you're not a chemist, don't do not do that. I, I don't know, but you know, you know how things are, how people do that go online and they come up with bright ideas. Yeah. I wouldn't do that. I just wouldn't do that. And, you know, like I said, there's asking women that uh, still produce breast milk to help. But what about those kids that have uh, problems, you know, digesting uh, 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 certain forms. It's not just that they can't digest, you know, the milk, that comes from uh, cows, the, the protein and somehow somewhere interacts in their body and it's not good. It's not just that they can't digest that. There's a lot of kids, they have to have special formula, period. And, and those, that formula is very expensive, very expensive. So what about those? I, I wonder how those kids and those parents are working out. It, you know, um, once again, uh, kind of, sort of, you can you can sway that way. COVID exposed a lot. This, you know, they're, they're saying also, that, you know, the reason, like I said, why they couldn't, Abbott couldn't, uh, you know, start back manufacturing at a, at a higher rate was because of supply shortages, the supply chain. So COVID has once again reached his hand on those scales. Wow. Just wow. Yeah, I've had several people, you know, by me working in retail, they're coming in looking for formula. I'm telling them, like, yeah, hey, there's nothing. We have nothing. We haven't gotten anything for a while. No one can produce it. So they, they've reached across the pond and apparently some of those companies across the pond are going to help the United States out with their baby formula, formula shortage. Pray for those that are looking for it. It's, it's a sad sight to see parents coming in or, or see them on the news and, and they're scratching and shaking their heads and in and, and frantic panic mode trying to provide something as simple as formula. I mean, at one point in time, like I said, the shelves were, were slam-packed. They didn't have enough room for it. That baby formula, it is essential, especially when you have a newborn, because those kids, boy, they drink that. <laughs> have you ever seen a newborn <laughs> drinking that formula? Boy, it's like they're saying this is gold. It's gold to a man, because I know all of my kids. I used to sit and watch them. I used to be like, good Lord, slow down. But that's all they consume. It can consume at the time. It's funny, but it's not funny <laughs> because they will suck on that bottle to the last little bit. 
I used to call mine greedies. I'm like, y'all are some greedy youngins. Good Lord, slow down. <laughs> but that's where we are in the world right now. We have a baby formula shortage. Man, why what in the world? And of course, uh, you know, President Biden has has launched and, and came out and, and he has his support. He said he's going to give so much money to the, these plants, Abbott, to uh, ramp up production. Well, give all the money you want, but if they can't get the, the needed material in order to produce this, uh, this baby formula, I don't know how much the money's just going to sit there. Just is. Man, just is. We certainly have a lot going on in this country and in the world as in general. Just do. Um, baby formula shortage. Got foods going on these mass killing sprees because they're throwing adult temper tantrums because things aren't going their way or they feel as though they're being X'd out. And, you know, I, I, I just, <laughs> it, it, it just amazes me. what I'm standing back looking like, why, well, what in the world? So uh, the only thing I can say to you is pray, 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 pray. We need prayer. Just do, just do. Well, that's all for me today. And I want to thank you all for lending me your ears this morning. Continue to like, support, share, offer feedback. Anchor has a great feature where you can leave a voice response. And I would love to hear your voice. So offer your feedback. I won't bite. You can also make monetary contributions. Continue to follow and listen on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Verbal, and WordPress. Hit that like and subscribe button so you can be notified when I drop these podcasts. And as always, thank you for listening. This is Stephen Carnegie for This Is Just a Thought. Amen.